With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Always Smiling Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shots channel, which is now part of 90 Minute Football Podcast Network. Evening boys, how are you all doing? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing very well. So yeah, um, a <laughs> little bit of an inside joke before we just press live, uh, so we do apologise for um, Jack giggling like a schoolgirl already. Yeah, that was um, funny, boys, um... Actually, first things first, uh, Decker, say those words. Oh, I was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what I was going to say, didn't you, Mama? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Apologize. But when you're get in. And uh, Decker, yes, say yeah. the next words. Hello, Jamie Lee. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Say that. No. Sorry. The next say? one. The next one was we're safe, you know. It looks oh, like yes, we're safe. Oh yes, of course. Yes, it looks we're like safe, we're safe, you know. So yes, it as does. we record this, uh, Fulham are two 0 down against Burnley, and um, so it looks like it's all but done. Yep. Um, we're not smiling and being happy because of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, right, boys. Um, you did the live watch along. Um, I didn't make it, and it looks like I'm not going to make another one because of that. <laughs> um, but what Seems a game! <laughs> what a game to miss! I'll tell you that. Um, I did watch it. Um, I was in the chat most of them, just giving Mark a little elbows, little nudges right the way through the chat to keep him on track. Um, put us off. So, <laughs> so I'll start with you, Mark. Um, sum that up. I don't even know how you sum it up. It was unexpected genius. That's the uh, oh, careful, the, careful. The best way genius. I can do it, like yeah, genius, it just un- unsuspected genius. All right, okay. Who are you calling the genius? Let's clear this one up. The performance. All right, okay, yeah. Joe Bullock. 
Joe Willick. Yeah, so Bestie, you mentioned him. So Joe Willick. Um, a lot of people have been calling for him to, to start games um, because obviously the impact that he's had coming off the bench. Um, I wouldn't say he single-handedly kept us us in the Premier League because um, obviously there's been a lot of players involved. I, I think without Saint, without Callum Wilson, without Dubravka, would have been relegated a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. But Willick has been a, a breath of fresh air. Of course he has. Uh, but he got his chance starting. Um, I think was that his second or his third start so far since since he came to the club. Can't be many, and he delivered. Yeah, big style. I mean, the way that he he, he pickpocketed um, so you for their first goal. I mean, he's he had he's anticipated the heavy touch, so he's put him under pressure. That he's gone, he's dropped his ass. So you nipped in, and it's a good finish as well. And it's it's something we've kind of praised Joe Willock for. He's he's the, the timing of his runs into the box. We always say that it's people we've, we've had it missing. For a long time, where he'll come in, maybe he's a bit later, and he'll kind of get on the edge of a cutback or you know a bit of a loose one. But that one, he was he was applying the pressure on the last man, and it, it paid off. A couple of touches, bottom corner, champion. Mm-hmm. He was, it was, it was really, really promising, and I thought he was superb, particularly in the first for the first hour or so. Yeah, you're right, um, Dagger. Um, I know, I know. Time, I am. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, mate, you're always <laughs> right. You're always right. Um, you threw us off there, um, Dagger. Um, yes, First 10 minutes, or were you worried? Because we looked hmm. pretty dreadful in the first 10 minutes. Well, it was quite quite funny, actually, because I think it was, you know, seven, eight minutes, and I said to, to the lads yeah. I was watching it with, I was like, Christ, this is this is really bad. We, we couldn't string a pass together. Um, we look nervous. Um, we, we look like what we are, to, what we have been under Steve Bruce. That's what we look yeah. like, and I, and I feared for the worst. And ironically, I think, after seeing that sentence, all of a sudden we're like Barcelona. So, mm. so, but it was funny. It was funny how that happened. But uh, I mean, obviously, to touch on Willick there, I think um, I was a bit worried of having him in a central midfield too. But that didn't seem to be the case. To be fair, mm. the way the way it worked out. Um, but he he was absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, he really, really was. I did a I did a preview with a, a Leicester fan channel just a few days before the game. I think it was on Thursday at night, and just basically said, "Chris, what's your expectations of this game?" And I was honest. I went, "You will probably walk past us." I honestly couldn't see anything other than Leicester taking it to us and absolutely embarrassing us more than what what Arsenal did. Um, and I, I was just, I think the question was asked about Willock. And I said, I, "I'm I'm trying to figure out." what his position is if he's that that centre midfielder or if he's further up the field as in like attacking midfielder something on number 10 um, and I, I was the same as you Decker. I was quite worried to see him alongside Shelby as well um, if he had been playing in a three a three centre midfielder I would have been a lot more confident but he, he just went and proved me wrong he really did and is I'll stay with you Decker. is he playing for a move away from Arsenal or is he trying to prove a point to Arsenal now Oh, that's a good question. Um, if if the option was there, so if Arsenal turned around and said, right, we can give you game time next season, more game time than what you have been, and you've got I, Newcastle on the other hand saying, we can guarantee you that you're going to be starting games, which option do you think Joe would take? Well, I, I think for most players, when they go on loan, I think it's to show the parent club what they can do. It, it, at times, certainly a young player. I mean, obviously there is sometimes likes of... There'll be older players that maybe go out on loan and, and they're trying to impress to get away. I, I do feel in Willock's case, I think that probably he's thinking I can show Arsenal what I can do. Yeah. And I think if he was kind of promised more minutes, not every game, of course, but if he was promised more minutes, I think he would stay at Arsenal. I think he'd be quite happy mm-hmm. with that. Um, but it's been a 
it's been a stroke of genius. I think the loan has to be to be fair, and mm. I, I can't remember many loan signings in such a short space of time really hitting the ground running so quickly. Um, but certainly hasn't been. I can I was at Townsend and also. Oh, we're signing uh, Townsend. We're Kennedy as well, obviously, in his first season, and we know how that yeah. one turned out. Yeah. Remy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Re- Remy, yeah. Remy, yeah. yeah. Right. He's been yeah, a huge Mark, success. Like. Mark, what's your thoughts on, on Willow? Do, do you think he'll be a Newcastle player next season? You know what? I think. Very much when he when he took the the loan, it was as you suggest, it was to to get himself some minutes, get his get himself in the spotlight, to be able to force himself into the into the Arsenal thing, team and get it. Yeah, get try and get a a run of games in in the midfield there. But what I would say is, I think the way that we've kind of warmed to him as as we generally do when we have players that you know put in a bit of effort and put in good performances for us, the we we appreciate that and we show them. That that love, and he's definitely seen that. He's he seems to have struck up a little bit of a rapport. Obviously, he does his little things on NUFC TV after the match. Come on the Maggies, come on the Maggies, and stuff like that. And he's, <clears throat> so I, I think he's, I think he's coming round to the idea of of actually wanting to stay. I think he he likes it, and the fact that he hasn't played in front of fans yet, I think, will have a big big impact on that. Um, obviously, going into the last last game of the season at home, we're going to have a crowd there, albeit only only ten thousand, and I think that'll that'll make a bit of a difference to him because he'll he'll have a fantastic welcome um, and an appreciation of of his performance should he be on the pitch. And I, I can just see that he's now got some doubts about wanting to go back to Arsenal because he seems very settled, and I, I think he'd he'd quite happily stay for another season on loan. Um, Enough. I don't. I don't honestly don't see him getting in, into that Arsenal team as bad as it is. I think they'll want to go through some some rebuilding in the summer. Um, so I think he's far better off staying here, and, and I think he'd be open to it now. Do you, Do you think players care though? Do you honestly think players care about the fans warming to them? Did you really think it is because because we've been in this situation a number of times where you think, oh, this player enjoys playing in front of the Newcastle United crowd and Newcastle fans. Do you think it really makes a difference these days? I think it depends on the character of the person, doesn't it? Like yeah. how, how they react to it. And you can see he really likes it because I, I, although he was pretty, he was pretty universally liked by the Arsenal fans, he, he didn't have that, that kind of relationship because he didn't have as much of an impact on that team as he has mm. here. Whereas yeah. he, as we've seen, he's came in and scored, what is it, five five goals in four games now, or something something like that, or five and mm. five games, um, and and we've really taken him to heart and and appreciate and like that, and and we've showed him that love, and I think he he's feeling that back. So I bet I bet yeah. their fans, I bet their fans is have obviously you know they must see his name popping up every five minutes scoring goals, and yeah. in their current state of affairs, I bet they're saying, listen, we need to get this kid back. It, it, it might be similar to the situation we're in, Decker, with the likes of Adam Armstrong and Ivan Tony, where we obviously sold them in the end, and then then yeah. started scoring goals, albeit in lower leagues, of course they were. But maybe Arsenal fans are looking at that, and I know there's a certain Newcastle fans out there thinking, should we bring these lads back? Maybe Arsenal's thinking that's similar. Yeah, bearing in mind, he, he's doing it in the top level of football. The Premier League, yeah. And, and for a poor side, you know, we are yeah. generally mm. speaking a poor side. So he, he's doing very well. And also, you have to remember, when I, when I mean about being a successful loan signing, he did only sign in January. I believe it was almost the final day of the window. 
he came on loan. So you know, he hasn't been here five minutes. Do you know what mm. I mean? So he hasn't exactly had time to bed in from the beginning of the summer, the first transfer window. So he, he really has done amazingly well. Like, yeah, Bestie, do you think it'll all go downhill when he goes to Top Top Palace? <laughs> <laughs> it depends, I was going to say it depends on Palace still, but that, they are, aren't they? Because relegations are pretty much um, settled now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think. I, I, I think I, I feel as if I've seen enough now to think. Yeah, I'd like them to stay. Um, it, it's one of those ones. Arsenal aren't doing very well this season, but like Mark says, is he going to get a game there? Um, the, the thing about Wood doesn't make a difference to players. Um, like. The, how the fans take to them and stuff. I think that depends on the player. You look at someone like Rob Elliott, who like he was he was first choice keeper for a few years, and he mm. got completely fell in love with the place. Didn't he? he he loved um, the northeast. Um, yeah, he some well, his, his mother had a um, store at Timeout Market. I think she still does. Right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. Selling like Sell the, little, the little aquarium things, wasn't it? What are they yeah. called? I don't know. That. I can't the remember the of them now. So it's, it's not like aquarium, a little mini, that's mini where water is. in a glass bottle thing. But then you hear like that's got a proper proper name. You hear players like I mean, weirdly enough, Matt Ritchie, who's been excellent the last couple of months, who apparently hates the area, can't wait to get away. Um was talk of Hayden a few years ago, although apparently that was down to his um Yeah, it was family, family, family it? thing, wasn't it? Yeah, but but yeah, um well look, I mean it, it's if you're a young lad on Arsenal's books, he's only was he twenty three year old? And you see yeah, what um, you see what Arsenal are like at the minute, they're not gonna be in Europe next year for the first time in a generation. Do you think? I think if I was that age, and I was, I, I would be. He's twenty one. Sorry, he's twenty one. Younger, younger. Yeah, all the more reason for him to think maybe he's, oh, I'm young enough to kind of break into that team and make a difference. I, I'd like to think he'd stay, but I, I think Arsenal want him back. I think he's in Newcastle for, for for his experience rather than just to get him off the books as far as Arsenal concerned. Mm. Like so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Um, we digress a little bit. Um, so back to the game after Joe Willock got that first goal. It was pretty much Newcastle. A lot of it. obviously there was a few shots where Dubravka kept us in the he game, but yeah, yeah, he was excellent. But but going through the, the likes of, of how how we performed going forward, and I've said this, and we've all said this for God knows how long. This Newcastle United team is a lot more dangerous than than, than what Steve Bruce is setting them up to be. If we attack teams, then I'm pretty confident that we're going to score goals, 100 percent, because mm-hmm. of the clientele there to do that. Um, and Dag, I'll come to you. Did it annoy you slightly? Like how well we played? Well, it's, it's, this is a funny one. I, I want to touch on one thing he said there about um, the problem I've got here. Is I'm going to sound like I'm, I'm defending Bruce here, and this is what people are going to kick off. I agree that we do look dangerous and we can look dangerous, but we have to have these big players on the field. We need Wilson on, we need Saint on. And there was a period of time where, I'm sorry, but we didn't have these players. So Joe Linton ain't, ain't Wilson. Like, he just isn't. Like, as, as much as I, you know. But having said that, um, it did annoy you slightly because I'm well, not expecting... We've a... seen these players, Dagger. We've seen no, these no, players on the field at the same time. I agree. I agree. Um, no, I, I do agree there. Um, and what I would say... them on the bench as well. What, what I would say is that it's just well, I'm not expecting to score four goals away from home every week. That that's not the expectation yeah. here. But yeah. you could see the plan, couldn't you, of of soaking up the pressure and playing real good counter-attacking football. And that's what we are. That's what Rafa made we're right. We were a counter-attacking team. We defended really, really well and broke incredibly well. And I, I um, think most fans would accept that, even under Steve Bruce. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
Whereas we haven't even seen that. We've seen players isolated up the top end of the field, you know, one man up front on his own, nobody's around him. Whereas you've seen on that particular night, we were breaking so, so well. And I understand it's hard to execute all the time. You know, I get that. It's not, it's not, it's not as easy as I just breaking your score loads of goals. But there, there seemed to be a plan there, certainly a plan on, on Friday night, and we executed it perfectly. But mm. I, I do agree with what you're saying that, of course, it's annoying to a degree because you're like, you know, is, this is the expect, well, we'll get into this later about expectation, but, this is why we get annoyed as fans, don't we? Is that we know that this, the players are there, the system is available to be able to execute a game plan well enough and be mm-hmm. exciting, be dangerous. And that's when you get so annoyed with the, the team and everything when you yeah. see them play so poorly. Look at the Arsenal game, for example. How can you have them two? There's just night and day, them performances, aren't there, against Arsenal, then a week later, that performance. And it's mm-hmm. the inconsistencies that annoy you so, so much. Yeah. Um, so, as, as good as Friday night was, and I was absolutely buzzing, I, all, was all, I still am now. I, I agree. I, I still was a little bit annoyed thinking, Christ, we only see this once every 20 games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the so, biggest, so biggest thing to me. Sorry, Mark. I'm the same, but I wasn't annoyed as what I was in my last game of the season um, when we beat Spurs 5-1. 5-1, yeah. Absolutely ran right. I don't even think I celebrated a single goal in that one because that one really pissed us off that. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, because that, yeah, that yeah. was annoying, obviously already being relegated. Um, sorry, Mark, I interrupted you. What were you going to say? No, no. I was just going to say that I, the, the biggest thing for me was what, what kind of drew those differences between those those two games, like Dick has just said there, was... The, the want and drive from us, the, how, if, if you look at the way that we were closing down that ball, we were chasing them down, we weren't, weren't letting Leicester get comfortable on the ball at all, and that led to two or three goals putting, putting pressure on their defenders yeah. for That's us it. to score, whereas against Arsenal, we were sitting off, and we were letting them play, and we were letting them close us down. We saw it against um, Liverpool in, in, in other games in, in the previous weeks where we we just sat back and tried to absorb it. Whereas we can show when we actually step up the pitch and take the game to them, that allows us to do that counter-attacking because we're, we are much further up the pitch. We're putting them under pressure. We're forcing mistakes. We're forcing errors, which is what's normally happening to us. So if you do do that, that gives you then that opportunity to break on it and get more, you know, get these, these, these better kind of performances and, and get us forward and, and striking like we just said, you, you wouldn't have scored three of those goals had it not have been for applying pressure to the defenders, chasing balls down and that kind of thing. Mm. And that, that's I... what we banged on and banged on about that for weeks and weeks and months and months. Bestie, over you. Paul Dummett gets himself on the score sheet, takes his goal really well. Um, the the, the Dummett Defence League has gone all attacking out now. Um, <laughs> he, he, he's a, well, when Dummett scored me and that you put us 2-0 up, it was scored directly from a corner as well. And I'm, I'm thinking... Richie delivery. Yeah, I'm thinking, we're, yeah. we're going to win this. If Dummett's on the score sheet, we're winning this. <laughs> it got it definitely got more comfortable at that point. But then again, I mean, we, we talked um, during the during the watch-along about the, the West Ham game where we were two up at half-time and a man up and we still yeah. managed to... I mean, won at the end, but Chris made it difficult in the second half. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was the point at which I thought, it, it, it's actually going really... A, bit, a little bit too well, maybe. Um, but Dummett's first goal in was it January 16? Like first goal uh, in five five years, nearly was it against Liverpool. Oh, that one, time, no, uh, Manchester was a man you, my United, my United, yeah, what yeah. Been? The Liverpool one was um October the 19th, 2013. Yeah. No, that was um, when was that callback score in the same game? Was that that one? The 2 2 draw, I think, story score there. It was the day I got married, so that was it's kind of mm. forever etched, but uh, but yeah, for Dummett, and he's had a bit of a 
uh, I've done, I was going to say a rough ride recently. He's had a bit of a rough ride since he started his first game for Newcastle. Like a lot of the fans never really took them. Um, and he, he has been a bit hit and miss. And like this season hasn't been his best by any stretch, like, but uh, it, it's someone I like. And I think Dummett's all right. It, it's got to see him getting a goal. You know, it's a, he, yeah. he's just there. Uh, he must be the longest serving bloke at the club now, surely. Yeah. Got I think I, I definitely agree. I think w- w- this is my honest opinion of Dummett. When he plays left back in a four, he gets exploited. Not defensively at all. Not defensively, mm. but it's offensively where you, you know, let's let's be realistic. Yeah, you're looking at, you know, left backs that are bombing forward and creating chances, overlapping. Dummett just doesn't do that. However, when he there, plays, right? no, when he plays centre half or he plays left side of a left side of a three of a centre half, you then see the best of him because I'm telling you what it is. He's switched on, but he's incredibly brave as well. He throws himself into mm-hmm. any any yeah. any block. He'll head anything for you. He's he's, he's a real warrior. Like he, he, it's exactly what you need. Um, yeah. It's just I think when he plays left back, people get frustrated that he doesn't. He can't beat a man. He can't really pass the ball very comfortably. And I think that's when his critics really really come in. Do you know what's a double though? He, he's got a half decent cross on him as well, which he has, no, he has. Me yeah. a lot because he, he doesn't like yeah. the teams that he gets to the halfway line. Then then he he doesn't go that little bit further and, and hide in the box because he does have a decent cross on him. He does. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the the thing that we've seen. I mean, you've just said there about the last time he scored, and that's because generally speaking, when he's when he's played, he's always been that last man that's kind of stays on the halfway line for for to kind of cut down any breaks and stuff like that. <laughs> Whereas being able to play the way we are with having somebody else kind of to be able to stay back, that allowed him to get up into the box. And I've got to say, like the way he got up for that header was unbelievable. Yeah, he jumped, you know, he, he yeah. jumped a great height, absolutely towering header. Fired it in, brilliant, brilliant header, and you'd, you'd you'd love to see more of that from him. Mm. Um, it's, it's it's two goals as well, Mark. It's like just that game itself. It's two goals in twelve minutes from from Newcastle. Yeah, that yeah. puts two 0 up. Obviously not. Saints should have scored. Can I say that as well? Sorry, Saints. Sorry, mate, chance from Saints. Forgot about that. Yeah, let, let's, yeah, right let's right discuss start, this it? because yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I, I'm obviously I was nil, watching, nil. when I was watching you lads doing the live watch along, and I, I didn't necessarily disagree with it was a great save, but. Sane needs to bury that. Like he has to put that in the back of the net. Um, anybody else? If that's if that's Wilson that misses it. If it's Jolin, Jolin, God God Joe. Bid, yeah. If he Jolin, misses yeah. it, yeah. it's Sane. Hell on, Sane has I to bury that. Right. Has to bury. I it. think when you have one on one with the goalkeeper and you have whatever he was six seven yards out, you you are firm favourite. Like it, it is a it is a phenomenal save by Schmeichel. Um, it was very much what he's done with him. Just made, made himself yeah. big and kind of cut down the angles. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, right. If if Joe Linton misses that one, or sorry, he didn't miss it. Did he? If, if it's if Sprinkle saves that from Joe Linton, then Twitter's up in arms. And oh, why so you've, you've got his you, legs. Why did he not put it in the corner? Lifted lift over the top or something. Yeah. So yeah, he, he really should score. Like, but he, he probably thinks he's done enough by doing what. He, I mean, it's his Sprinkle's foot. It's not getting away. Yeah, it's amazing. He tries to bend it. Tries to bend it round him into the the bottom right hand corner. Rather mm. than just putting his boot through it or firing it or something like that, so he is trying to be clever with his finish. But it's it, it's the sh- it's that shape. It's we we've all seen it for for years and years. When when his dad used to do it, come yeah. out, make yourself big, and how many times did it come off his leg, his knee, his <laughs> his <laughs> his ankle and stuff like that? And it's it is it's that it's that classic Schmeichel pose. I'll also say as well. That, uh, sorry, yes, out, at what point when when he saved that? Do you think he shouted? Your, your famous line. What, what, at what point did he say? It? Was it was it when he saved it, or was it when he was running out? Yeah, I think he was running out. 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 Running out.
But I th- I, it, it, what I would also say about the move was, is like you knew that what could hurt them by doing that. That that, that yeah. move going forward was brilliant. I mean, Wilson's pass, the run was great by Wilson. He then finds Sane perfectly, man. Sane didn't have to break stride to, yeah. to, to well, you would think mm. to finish that. You know, it was that a move really good move. On the edge of our box as well. Our With box, Willett yeah. In the ball. Uh, that's exactly right. It did, and I thought, you know, it's like we've, <clears throat> as we've as we've mentioned just previously there, that we've got the ability to really break in numbers with pace in hurt teams, um, and it, yeah. we showed it there. And obviously, of course, the, the thing is, was when you miss a chance like that, with us being Newcastle, like, oh, we'll probably never get a better chance than that. That's what my opinion mm. or thought was. Yeah. Uh, little did I know we'd, we'd run away with it, but you know, <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm I'm in full agreement. Um, it's it, it's do you, do you know what it is? Um, saying say did have a quiet game. But that's a good thing for us. That that Saints had a quiet Absolutely game, right. and then we've gone and won and scored four goals. Yeah. That's that's a good thing totally for us agree. because we've been too reliant on him for God knows how long now. We really have. We, we use the centre of the pitch much more than we we normally do. The, yeah. the, the, ordinarily, it is give it to Saint on on the left, and away he goes. Whereas a, a lot of stuff went through the middle, through Willick and through Mickey. Um, I, I will say more. My on. personal my personal highlight of that game and the live watch along which you lads did. Was the first few seconds where we get the the kickoff and John Joe Shelby just pings it towards Michael and you <laughs> you just goes John Joe Shelby he's done his usual thing but this time it's gone at the keeper. What a little <laughs> highlight because we're also it coming, also yeah. it coming. Um, we, we were just never change that directly from the kickoff. It actually had a, a couple of little passes around before it got launched. So yeah, um, but we went in at halftime two 0 and. Come out second half, and it's more the same. It's it's Newcastle getting the chances, and I'm saying that I really am. But I think we'll have to have a special mention for Debravka here. We really do because Debravka keeps that score sheet. Well, keeps his his clean sheet for for quite a long time in that game, and some of the series. Madison were... Madison free kick that takes that took that deflection and just went wide. That was mm. not long after half time, and that yeah, kind of really. made the difference. Yeah. You know, in in that. But, Debravka, th- this is why Debravka is our number one goalkeeper because he has these sort of performances where he just he, he stands out for all the wrong reasons because your goalkeeper shouldn't have to make those sort of saves. He yeah. really shouldn't, and, and we're very, very. I don't want to say reliant on Debravka, but I, I think if Debravka is not between the sticks in that game, we don't win. I'll come to you, Bestie, because you are a goalkeeper. Um, do we not? I don't know. He made a couple of good saves in the first half, but they were probably saves that a keeper should make. Um, like those, the one from a pretty close in header that he did well with, but he it, again, he got he gets down well, but Fana. he should get for Fana. I think it was a shot from Fafana as well that he dealt with pretty well. The yeah, big one, Madison had a long range one as well. Yeah, I thought it was like straight down his throat, wasn't it? Really early on, I think yeah. that one was the, the big one. And I mean, it was it was a 4 2 at the time, but it was um, when Perez goes through towards the end. Oh. And it, that's 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 every bit as good as uh, Schmeichel's in the first half for me. Sorry, it's Alan, see that sticker Alan's got there, but Cordoni. Daniel Cordoni, yeah. absolutely yeah. class, lad. Yeah, um, sorry, like, I'm just yeah. listening to the audio. Um, there's a sticker just came <laughs> oh, on. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I that that that's it from Perez is every bit as good as Schmeichel's from some Axman in the first half. Like he's, oh. he comes, he just he doesn't really know much about it, but he he comes out, he does what he keeps. He's got to do, gets gets in his face, makes himself big. And it's really hard for Perez to beat him from there. Like, mm. so that, yeah, if, there's if, another if, one as if well. They if they score there and it gets a four three, then you're you're in trouble. Like, it, it's probably it's probably the the bet that, that I told you all to put on was the Jamie Vardy shot on target. Um, 
Uh, and Dubravka makes himself big on that one as well. Comes out. He tried to like chip him, wasn't it? Yeah, he tries to chip him. Was he offside for that one? Or was that? No, Cameron does a shot on target, so it wouldn't have been offside. No, yeah, he oh, wasn't that's offside. Yeah, I thought um, I, I did think he played very well. Um, what I would say is, is as much as I, I, I know a lot of people say after the game he's man of the match. I, I hope this comes across right. Um, there's games where he's getting man of the match. In my God, he has saved. Does that make sense? Like, I'll go yeah. back to his debut when I played my United at home. Manu. He must have yeah. saved about fifty shots. It felt like. Yeah. Whereas this game, he maybe saved two or three that were real good chances. But what I'll also say there, you are playing a top four side away from home. You're playing third in the league at that point. Yeah. Um, if you're going to get a result, your goalkeeper has to play well. That's how, you know, mm. when you go out of a team and get like that, your goalkeeper has to play well. Whereas what annoys me is when we play Sheffield United, we're relying on Dubravka to keep winning the game. That shouldn't yeah. be the case when you play an opposition yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah. I understand it when you're playing against a really good side that generators will need to keep out to be good. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so let, let's go through the rest of it. And uh, Callum Wilson, he's back in the team. He's been back in the team for a couple of games now, and he does it again. Grabs two. Um, when was it? I've got the minutes. Yeah, so 64th minute and 73rd minute, and he's just honestly for for, for 20 million quid. And I know he's had his injuries, but even with those injuries, 20 million pound on Callum Wilson is an absolute steal. Yeah, Mark. It just shows, I mean, particularly the, the third one, like when obviously Richie plays that, that long ball, lovely ball, again, from the edge of our box, we pick it yeah, up and he, and he hits it out. And, you know, Wilson is straight onto it, looking to get in behind Kasanya, I think it is. And um, he, he, makes a, he makes a mess of it, but it comes from the pressure that Wilson's putting them under. And mm. then from that, from that moment on, well, it, it, it's classic Wilson, isn't it? He yeah. just gets the ball, runs at the goal, takes that little touch. I mean, Schmeichel, all the wolf just praised him for his save before. He's so flat-footed as, as Wilson's coming yeah. towards him. It just makes it so easy for, for him just to knock the ball wide of him and, and put it in. And it's, it's just I a lovely strike as finish. This is probably what Wilson does, Mark. I will stay with you, but this is probably what Wilson does where if, if I'm a goalkeeper and Callum Wilson's running at me, I'm not confident. I'm really not confident at saving those shots. Um, I'm not because he's, he's he is clinical, isn't he? When you think about it, that's the word. That is the word. And you know, as he as he said in his his post match comments, he loves situations like that because he backs himself every time to score. And and you saw that confidence in him. You know, he, he has got that that little bit of arrogance that you you need to be at that top level and the belief in you in your mm-hmm. in your performance and in your your skill and ability and. When he when he's just going through there and like he, like you said he just the way he saw Schreichel was standing he knew he was going to score yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just just lovely just, yeah. just poetry in motion just that little touch away from the defender and once he gets that little bit of a little bit of space as a defender you you've got two options here you've either got to clip his heels and take him down or you watch him go and you've got to you've, you've got to just see him running away from you because yeah. you ain't you ain't catching him he's just too quick. See, for, for for me, this is where football, it, 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 as as an owner or a, or a manager or whatever, it, it's not all that complicated at times, right? That if you can get, you pay the big money for someone that's going to put the ball in the back of the net, and this is where Newcastle fans for years, right, have said we need a proven goal scorer. We've we've had the same debate for so so long, right? And that's why they cost so much money. Or I'm not saying twenty million is much money, but in general, they normally cost the most. If you can get a player that puts the ball in the back of the net. You've got near problems are going down. That's for starters. Yeah. That's why they cost the big bucks, isn't I, it? 
I've seen yeah. a statistic there that he's had 20 shots on target and scored 12 goals. Now, that yeah. is clinical. That is clinical. And it, it's it's a fantastic bit of business. <coughs> and I said when we signed him, I'm sure I sat with you as lads and said, it's the type of player that I would expect at Villa to get or an Everton to get or you know, yeah. a team like that. And I would have been sitting back and we should be going for a player like that. And for yeah. once, we were the team that bought him. And it's paid massive dividends for him. Bessie, this is a great comment that's came in. I think it sums up it pretty well. Um, so, so it comes in there saying, um, 99% on my way to celebrating when Wilson is one-on-one. Um, yeah. You agree with it, don't you? Totally. And I was thinking, it's very similar to what I was thinking when um, when Mark was talking earlier on there, when he's doing goal. And I, the comparison I was going to make was with Papa Cissé who, bless him, was a fantastic instinctive finisher. But if he's one-on-one with a goalkeeper, you know that you know he's not going to do it. He's going to put it over. He's going to trip over his laces. Something's going to happen. Um, where Wilson, he's just got that kind of... He's almost kind of brutal because you know what's going to happen. Mm. He's either going to leather it and it's going to burst in there. Or he's, what he did, he's kind of... It's, the, the thing with Schmeichel on, on um, Friday night there, he's kind of coming across him and as a goalkeeper, it's really hard. It's not like because he's got the momentum going that way. So you've yeah. got to take the risk and try and cut him off that way, at which point you just not be in. And it, it's, but you know, as soon as he's running at him, but he picks the ball up, what is it, 35 yards out maybe? Running a goal, you think, well, it's, it's, you don't count your chickens because he, he, he hit the post doing it later on. So, you know, doesn't I was just about to say that. Just about <laughs> to say that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, you, you just know that you're, oh, you're convinced he's going to score. It, it's, mm. and what the lads are saying, you, how long has it been since we've got a transfer like that right? We'll be linked with Brooks of a similar kind of stature, if you want, of a similar ability, and just haven't come through for it, and I haven't signed at all. And this so, one, so you're probably looking at the, the last two. You, you're probably looking at. I would say Demba Bar. Um, yeah. What was he? It was six million or something like that? Wasn't much for Demba, if I remember seven, right. I think from uh, West seven, 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 you probably look at Cici, and Cici was a massive gamble, but his first mm. season, obviously, he went and absolutely performed outstanding. That, that um, first half of the season was absolutely incredible. Oh, I've never seen anything like it. Anything like it. Um, Bessie, though, sticking oh. with Callum Wilson, do you think he's got an outside chance now of making any form of international appearances? Yeah, I think he's got. A, I wouldn't say an outside chance. I mean, they're extending. They're having twenty-six man squads for the Euros mm-hmm. now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and he, I've not seen the uh, as far as kind of English goal scorers in the Premier League go. You've got Harry Kane, you've got Dominic Calvert Lewin, who are like out and out strikers. He's as a striker, he's got to be third top. I can't think of Ollie Watkins. Maybe is he in the hunt? A bit younger Apparently. as well. Watkins, so. Yeah, I think, as well. I think I, I'm not taking anything away from, from, from the likes of Harry Kane or even with anything by saying this, but I think if Southgate was to include somebody like Callum Wilson, then mm-hmm. I, I think the, the teams that he's going to be up against, he's, he's going to be quite unknown, really. Uh, and like we've said, if he's clinical for Newcastle United, imagine what he's going to be like in, in a half-decent team when he gets oh, more I, chances. When you've got like Raheem Sterling and Jaden Sancho or Jack Grealish giving you the bullets. Like, I, yeah. I, would, I mean, obviously, as, as a Newcastle fan... So many Castle fans don't seem to like Newcastle players playing for England. Um, I, I love to say it, mate. Um, I'd be I'd be delighted from to, to go. Um, we've had Paul McManus there saying Wilson won't make the England squad. Mason Greenwood, Patrick Bamford, Kane Watkins, um, and Dominic Calvert Lewin will be the strikers. And it's a bit like can you remember in the nineties when we had like Shearer, Sheringham, and then behind them you had Ian Wright, uh, Robbie Fowler, Mike Lone was coming oh, through. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Kevin Armstrong, Phillips, top, mate. Kevin, Kevin Phillips, Phillips mate. Chris Armstrong, you had blokes, Stan Collymore, yeah, you, you had blokes who um, blokes who were 
would five years down the line have been England regulars who couldn't get in because of the standard. And in Harry Kane, we've got one of the best strikers that we've we've seen in our generation there, you know. Mm, so yeah. I think yeah, it yeah. might be that he's unlucky. I, I think that was a really good point to see. You've got like Watkins, Bamford, a bit of an embarrassment of riches at the minute with English strikers. It's nice to see. Mm. Of course, he's it's got experience on his side though, hasn't he? You know, when, you, when you look at some of those names, they're very like, especially you know what what. Uh, Working and and uh, Greenwood, very very young. Bamford's, yeah. you know, youngish. So, oh, he's not twenty seven. Bamford. Yeah. I love how you didn't know how old he was, so you just put ish on the end of your <laughs> young, youngish. He's a youngish man. <laughs> that, that, you got that, that bloke of Villa who's he's a like grill ish as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, not yeah, Bamford. Well done. Well done. Is he Jewish? <laughs> Bamford's been around for quite a while. He's, he, but I am um, yeah, around the lower leagues, wasn't he? Yeah, it's think, funny with Bamford, like I would have never thought he would have, you know, would nah. have been at a level to represent England. I've got to be honest, but he's, he's done fabulous to be fair he, this season. He, he looked really has. good. I forget where he was on loan. So it, went, it, it might have been with Borough or before him. He was at Norwich. He's at Borough, wasn't he? Yeah. He's at Palace. He, was he at Palace as well? He's been a beast done around. He's a few, few teams. Yeah, he's twenty-seven year old. He's, he's he's really done well at Leeds, but it took it took, it took well. He's, he's doing okay ish, but um, mm, yeah. but I I think um. I think out of the, that list of players, you've got obviously the, the big ones that we came, Dominic Calvert doing the way they've been this yeah, season. Absolutely. And I, I think Southgate being who he is, he probably has a look at Mason Greenwood and thinks the tournament experience, looking at the future, looking at the World Cup next year or the, the Euros in four year, or three years' time, sorry, and takes him instead. So I think he would go someone long, younger, Southgate. And maybe he's right, too. I don't know. I think yeah. if Wilson hadn't, if hadn't getting injured and Wilson yeah. had a con- continued the form that he's done pretty much every every time he's been fit I actually think he would have been really knocking on the door I just think that injury is what's maybe yeah. took him off the, he's, off the he's radar on, he's on 12 goals now I think yeah, 12, we've yeah. still got we've still got three games left so, so he might get a couple more in that Hopefully. time Hopefully, um, he yeah. might we might end up close to the 15 figure there like so been he's been like Rashford and, and Sterling as well mm. although they're not kind of out and out strikers they're definitely forward players aren't they to, to yeah. chuck into the mix there as well I think you've got to take Rashford. Yeah. I mean, Rashford, I think Rashford's a, a fantastic. Yeah, right. I think they're they're then you know they're not getting talked about. But for me, he, he plays as a striker for Man United, doesn't he? That that's where he's gonna gonna play. He can, he can. I mean, he's obviously got Cavani up front, and yeah. Rashford quite often plays on the on the wing, like. But yeah, he's, he's good enough to. I mean, he's, he's, he scores goals, doesn't he? Rashford, he, can't, he, can't, he doesn't miss a few as well, mate. Yeah. Sorry, Dagger. Carry on, mate. No, 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 I, I do. I know we've talked about Wilson's ability to score a goal, which of course is very important as a striker. But he is a very, very good footballer, though. Overall, yeah. you know, he's, yeah. he brings more than just Clever. goals. He really does. He yeah. holds the ball up well. He works the channels well. He's very, very intelligent. Really, is cool. and that's where I'm yeah. saying that experience comes from. That yeah. that some of the others that are being mentioned don't have, but. Yeah, then, I think I think the modern game is more about the young ones, mate, because the, the, they've got no fear and all the rest of it. There's a lot more going to the words of young players now where I think they play with a bit more freedom. I, I feel that's what managers feel and coaches think more, but mm. I may be wrong. Mm. But you think of Owen, I, I don't think, you? Owen, when he came in, in the England squad and he oh, made himself yeah, against Argentina, Argentina didn't he? Yeah. So... But I think uh, the thing with Wilson, of, co- of course, we're, we're talking about the younger players there, but, but what Wilson has, which, which a lot of these won't have, is that that confidence and that arrogance, and I think y- you definitely need that. You need that at club for club football, right. but I think you need it even more in international football. You How's have to be up your own arse, basically. Well, I would take him over Watkins. I have to, like, yeah. I have to be fair here. The list I've just seen on there, I, there's no way I would take Watkins over Wilson. 
that, but maybe that's because I don't see enough of Watkins, right? Maybe I'm just being biased. Maybe probably I am. But personally speaking, if you give me the option of Wilson or Watkins, I'm taking Wilson all night long. Like that's mm. what I would do. I'm I'll probably again. argue. I, I might get shot down here, but I'd probably argue the same against Bamford as well. I'd rather have Wilson than Bamford in in Newcastle squad. I really I, would. Yeah, I think I probably would as well. Actually, yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> I probably yeah. would, but Bamford's really done well this season, hasn't he? Oh, fair, of course he has, of course he has, yeah. but you, you've got to look at the reasoning for that is because Leeds have been all out. They have every single yeah. game they've approached attack, attack, attack. Wilson, like there's been times where you've seen him touch the ball twice in a game. Yeah. That's and, and that's down to the setup. So I think if you yeah. put Wilson in that Leeds squad, he's, <laughs> and, he's scoring and, yeah. double what he has already. Yeah. Back to the game though. So over at you, Mark. At what point did you start shitting yourself that we were going to draw that game or even lose that game? Because in true Newcastle United style, we made it a little bit difficult for ourselves. Well, I got, I got twi- twitchy before we went three up because Perez came on and I thought, oh, here we here we go. He's he's coming, going to come back to, to haunt her. But I think... Um, Obviously, we went we went four up, didn't we? They they and then just I got a touch. I got a touch, and it went four. No, Mark, I tell you, <laughs> I, I, definitely, I definitely had that. But we went four nil up, and then we just we just took we took our foot off the gas, didn't we? And and just allowed them to come back into the game, and then they get that that first goal. And I've got to say, like for the, the first goal, Murphy gets turned inside out, um, down down in the in the in the corner, which. It, no fault of his really it was just very very good play from um, from Leicester, but then the ball goes into Vardy, and we just st- we just stand off him. We just allow Vardy to have the ball in the box, and just then he's got time to get his head up, and then he plays it across. And and then look, you can't take any anything away from the finishing from from All Brighton. He hits it lovely from the edge of the box, outside Great of strike. his boot, and, and it and bends it into the top corner. And it, it, it is a fantastic finish. And then they. That obviously gives them a gives them a spark in there, mm. and then the, the, the taste a little bit of a little bit of blood, and then seven that's minutes when it that's two, when two it goals starts, in seven minutes. Yeah, that's when it starts kind of coming coming into fruition. Um, and you, you know you, you start you start getting very very twitchy, especially when the second one from Iniac yeah. Iniac I'll um, I'll go back to our goalkeeper. Um, I, I want to go back. There was a comment uh, earlier on. I, I can't go all the way back, but there was a comment, Bestie. And saying, should Dubravka do better for any of those goals? Um, for me, those are both great strikes. And, and yeah. I, I think you look at the, the best goalkeepers in the world and they get nowhere near those strikes. I thought with the first one at the time, I thought, when I've literally, when I saw it first time around, I thought, well, I wonder if he should do better with that. But then when you see the, the view from, I think it's from behind um, Albrighton, the way he's hit it, he's cut across it a bit, and it's kind of bending towards the corner, and the power on it, the height on it, there's just no way to do anything about yeah. that. The second one, I think, actually takes a bit of a touch on the way through, doesn't it? Because it's right in the bottom corner. Dominic Richie. Oh, yeah, kind of, I think yeah. he's unsighted a bit for that one, like a little bit. I think, I, I, no, I don't. Um, I, I don't think he can do anything, anything about either of them. To, to be honest with you, I think he's, uh, he's just beaten. And that, that's, mm. that's what it is, really. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I will stay with you, Bestie, before we move over to Degas. Um, so, so we're four two up at this point, and we've already mentioned this, uh, but Perez gets that chance. Um, if if that goes in, <laughs> oh, what's words I'm looking for? That's, if that goes in, deep, deep, deep what happens with the rest of that game? Yeah, what happens with the rest of that game? Because Everything. you know for my world, it's going to be similar to Newcastle v Everton, where we just started lumping the ball up yeah. top and hoping for the best. It's a horrible. Was it? 
it was 90 minutes of being and gone, hadn't it? When he gets that chance, yeah, they scored their second. In, well, they scored their second in the 87th. Mm. It's enough. There's in those six minutes of injury time as well. I remember. Yeah, so I remember we scored two in injury time against seven. <laughs> if if that one goes in, then I'm I'm panicking. Like I, I think that if you've already thrown away a four 0 lead and it's now four three, and there's another. I can't remember exactly the time, so that's another four or five minutes of injury time. You think, well, if there's no goal, it's only going wrong way. We aren't scoring again here. Um, mm. And yeah, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if 4-3 became 4-4 very quickly. Um, had that gone in. But fortunately, um, Dubravka does as well as he possibly could do with it. It was an excellent save. Um, and it, uh, Perez didn't, really do, didn't do it wrong either, I thought. He just kind of... He, he all he could do was try and get it on target. And he did. He's, he, I mean, his foot's about ten foot in the air trying to put it in, and it was yeah, yeah it was just he did very well to get anything on it. Like Perez, I thought he give did. You've got to give him his dues because it's kind of like behind him as well. Yeah. He's got to, like twist his body and drag it round. It's underrated player Perez for me. Like um, it hurts me to say but, uh, that. But uh, I, I think, uh, I think if it's four three, then it ends up four four at least, or maybe it's about seven four less that because no one, <laughs> no one doesn't, no one does a collapse quite like Newcastle. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, I just obviously in the game itself, of course, Newcastle it did end in four two in Newcastle, and and those three points were huge. Um, and to get those those three points against a team who who's challenging the top top three really in the Premier League, I'm not sure where they're sat right now, but they're, they're all fourth. challenging the fourth now. So they were challenging to to basically finish in in the Champions League spots, and rightly so because Leicester, I, I do like Leicester as a football club. I, I like their team, and I like the fan base. I really do, and I think I really appreciate when a team breaks up that that top six. Uh, I love it when any it could be any team. I, I don't care who it is. If somebody's breaking that, apart from Evan, um, <laughs> then, then I don't, I don't, I don't mind. like goal music and clappy plastic things and stuff. Mind? Yeah, but I have to turn a blind eye to that, mate. Unfortunately, I have to. Um, but I just think it just proved that that would do have something there as a team, and the players do have something. And and to go and get that sort of result against Leicester and that sort of performance, and we've barely touched on it, but, but Wilson's second goal, that team goal, is amazing. Oh, Absolutely amazing. Every single um, player touched it, didn't they? Yeah, the it's great. You know what it is, right? I have to say something here. So <clears throat> we've obviously had the loads of jokes about Bruce Ball, and we've seen some real horrible, horrible football, mm. right? But that goal in isolation was was magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> Every player touched the ball. The pass from Almiron, man. That pass. That and then so the first the first touch from, from Wilson. I know he hits the post, but I actually thought the finish was difficult, you know, and he's yeah, aside the angle. Tight, right? Yeah, tight angle. How lucky um, can he get though, Decker, to the point that, that yeah, it hits on the post and just lands back at him. <laughs> that doesn't happen yeah, at all. It was. Yeah. You're right, you're right, mate. Honestly, you're well, right. Them, like, them two had got slightly <laughs> ahead of me on the on the stream. And like they were like, oh, 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 yes! And I'm like, what's going on? I felt like you yeah. the other week with it, with it well, happening. Well, and then I... When I was watching the live watch along, I was around about four seconds ahead of you's, and like obviously I saw the goals first. And I just I, was, I watched the goals. I was like, yes, go on! Like just waiting for your reaction. <laughs> unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. I thought it, I just want to briefly say about Dubravka there. Sorry, was the the second goal? I know I've gone back here. Um, I was just really disappointed in the defending because we had two men over on that side, and we all know that lad's left-footed. And they let him yeah. come inside almost twice and then have a shot. It's yeah. very poor defending that. You've got to that show him down the line. Um, when you're one on one, I know sometimes it can be difficult, but what had Richie and was it Dummett? Sorry, Dummett, yeah, Richie and yeah. Dummett. Yeah. 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 If there's two ears, surely 
between the both of you, you can send them down the line. So that was my only disappointment on the, on that goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Remember that's maybe really gets caught really square on. He's kind of facing the sideline and he just knocks it past him and he, yeah. he gets caught far far too square. Far too square. Yeah, that's what I thought. But. The, the the bottom line to, to me being honest here to me that that was like the old old Newcastle of like you know it's entertaining game we've, yeah. we've, we've, we've get we've scored more than you type of attitude if that makes sense yeah. and I, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and it was it was a long time coming so um obviously obviously what I want to mention I think there's a couple of players that that we need to give a special mention to one of them is I speak about this 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 lad every every single week and my my admiration for him is is Federico Fernandez. I just honestly oh, it, it's we're not expecting him. So so no, Fernandez sorry. I just I wish he had been at this club for longer. I, I really yeah. do. Um because we all we all love Colacini and Colacini's time he had a one poor season, I'll probably say maybe two with Colacini, but Fernandez, I really, really wish that he, he had been long-term serving at this football club because there's just something about him that I love. I really do. Yeah. He's an old-school, old-school centre-back, and I just love that about him. And Bessie, I feel as if you want to have a comment on this one. I do. I love him as well. And he's, I, I've said before um, that, like when he signed, I was a bit underwhelmed, and I thought, God, he's, he's just gone down with Swansea. He's about, I, I thought he was about 35, 36 years old at the time, you know. And I thought, I, this is a, it's making up the numbers. This, it's, you know, it's, it's a signing for the sake of a signing. Mm. Um, and I, I was completely wrong. He's there's a photo of them all in the dressing room at full time. That, that's yeah. doing the rounds on Twitter on Friday, Saturday, and he's sitting there with his top. He, he's kind of like the kind of he's like the dad, almost mm. like he's got all, all the bands around. He's got like he's at a school party. He's got his top. Carol looked like a dad. Got that photo, by the way. It's weird how Carol's fat but ripping at the same time. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I, I, I wish yeah, I had I think it was the angle. Like Andy I, I think he, the angle he looks, didn't help. He, he looked heavy, but he looked ripping as well. I was like, yeah, well, how's that work? But uh, but I Fernandez just he's it's like there's kind of madness on going around him and he's just sitting there kind of dead happy. Like I've done my job. Hmm. He's I love I think he's a great centre half. I agree with you, Chris. I, I wish he'd I, I'd love him to sign for us straight from uh, from Napoli when Swansea got him because he yeah he's he's a really good steady centre half and he's just he's, he seems to be a nice likable lad as well. Yeah, I think is, is his contract not up th- this season? Yeah, oh, is this? Years out, out of contract. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's out of contract. I was might it, be wrong. He was out of contract the year one. before, wasn't he? He was out of contract the year before. similar thing to Fabian Shermate yeah. where we could extend it for a year and I'm pretty confident that this is his last season on that contract. And whoever gets him now, on if, if he goes for a free transfer, they're laughing, mm-hmm. mate. They're absolutely laughing. Yeah. Yeah, I I you think we'll let him go, like? I, hope no, I don't think we will. I, don't I think, think we'll, right. we'll, I would hope we would try and keep him mate, but you just never know with this football club. You never know. He feels like he's first choice for me, I agree. But then I'll lead on to the next question is in regards to centre backs, Lejeune, obviously he's had a great season over. Yeah. Um, where is he? Is it Spain? Spain, isn't Spain. it? Is it, Levant, yeah. is it Levant? Is that? Or have I just made that up? Yeah, uh, we get this wrong every single No, think, we get this wrong every single week. I'm sure we're signed up from the every week. Like, Every week we get it wrong. It's not, it's. I'm pretty sure it's not. It's who is it? I guess somebody will tell me. Right, somebody will tell me where Lejeune's at. Blue and um, white stripes. Um, I can. That's that's it. So it's Wednesday. 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 Yeah. Alaves. 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 Yeah. Um, there's about a million comments came in saying Alves. Definitely there. Um, is it severe? <laughs> I think he. I, I don't think he'll be a Newcastle United player next season. I think. I think he'll probably go. Um, which Lejeune, uh, yeah, Lejeune, um, and I do love Lejeune, but 
if if I've got an option between Lejeune and, and Fernandez right now, I'd probably take Fernandez. Your thoughts on it, Dega? Ooh. It's 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 a it's a real difficult one because I, I almost think different as well. Point. Different center backs as well, it's, aren't there? I, I hmm. would I would personally I think Lejeune's a better centre half, if I'm honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, the reason I'm going to say that is because he's comfortable on the ball, and I love a centre half that's comfortable on the ball. However, oh, yeah. the reason why I say it's a flip of a coin is is we don't really know. Can, can you if you can guarantee that we get the Lejeune that we signed, then yeah. of course let's do it. But right. I don't believe we're going to get that Lejeune. Truthfully, and that's it's no true. slight on Lejeune. I just think that's what it is. It's his fitness, isn't it? You know, it's, is he going to yeah. be able to stay healthy over the course of a, a yeah. contract? And, and, he's, and he's he's been in Spain, which don't get us wrong, it's technical, and I, I get it. It's not as fast and furious as what the Premier League is. It's not as demanding as the Premier League is, in my opinion. So I just don't think that. I I, I just don't think he'll come back. And uh, the question I've got when you've said that there, and you'll probably throw a name straight out of here, and I'll get it all wrong. When is a player went on loan? To come back and be a success for us, I mean, a lot of young lads, I suppose. Yeah, you can see it's recent, isn't he? Murphy, yeah. Um, perhaps Murphy, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, that is a good shout. You, you, you don't get many, like, I'm obviously Shearer's not one of them. Oh, by the way, Fulham got beat, so uh, we're all right. Um, oh, was that was yes. Get your body partners out, Chris. <laughs> nah, um, not this time yet, <laughs> but uh. There's not many, like, big, big, like, a Lensford man around Shearer that's gone away on loan, but there's the young lads who've done it, and like I say. Uh, uh, Jacob Murphy's one. Uh, don't make the long staffs have done it. Paul Dum- yeah, pretty much all the young lads I come doing they're going on somewhere, don't they? I suppose. Yeah. I, mean, the, I just can't. I can't think of a player that's been... gone when when they're like 27, 20, however old he is, by the way, and then and then come back and then slot back, back yeah. in again. I, I just, I just, I just can't see it personally. I just can't see it. Yeah. Um. Right. So, j- just obviously oh, what happened the last gone. few minutes. Um, so, so Fulham uh, have have now been relegated from the Premier League. Um, they've lost um, against Burnley there, which means Newcastle United are safe. And so, lads, I, I'm, I'm literally chucking this out of the blue ears. Um, I know I haven't prepared for this one, um, but Mark Walker. Oh, full name. Sum up this season in one word. Oh. I don't know why I came to you first because you always need a little bit of time. <laughs> Inconsistent. Okay. Um, Decker, sum this season in one word. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. Bestie? That's shite. That's shite. Yeah, we'll <laughs> take, we'll take been, shite. It's, yeah. it's been shite. I want, <clears throat> what, we're safe with three games to go. He said one I'm word. <laughs> That's one word. <laughs> Just one shite. We'll, we'll, we'll take <laughs> shite. We'll take yeah. shite. Um, I'm going to go for uninspiring. Yeah, borrow, borrow a couple of expe- exceptions, really, isn't it? Yeah. But right. we, expect yeah. we expect too much. We do expect too much, which leads us on to the next thing. Um, obviously, that's done and dusted. We're, we're not going to make an absolute party out of Newcastle United being safe in the Premier League because this should have been secured weeks and weeks and weeks ago. We, we should never be in this sort of position. With the, the, strange, the strange thing is, is all four of we've just said that, but we've now got not like looking at that table, we could still go on to actually get more points than we did last season and finish higher than we did last season. And there's no way I would have thought that would have been the situation if I yeah. went back back in time a couple of weeks. The we've, problem we've, is we've with that mark, Brighton game, haven't we? And the, the problem is with that mark is I get what you're saying with, with points and being higher in the league, but. 
it's going to be the same next season. That that's my frustrating. That we're going to go through all of this again next season, probably. We have done for every year, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every single year is the same, and it's been this forever. And Mm. we all know why that is. It's because of one man. We we all know. Yeah. Of course. Um, right, so Bestie, um, you mentioned Newcastle United are expecting too much there, so I, so I will stay with you and come back to you on this one. Uh, Steve Bruce made an appearance on TalkSport today. Um, he, he's he's hidden the shadows for God knows how long in regards to media appearances, but when the day comes when Newcastle United can secure safety and that it's going to take an absolute miracle for Fulham to, to stay up in the Premier League, Steve Bruce makes an appearance. Um, he comes out of the woodwork, mate, and Sum that interview with me because I haven't seen it. I haven't listened to it in full. I've seen little snippets. Me, I'm not sure if you have, but I'm, I'm guessing you've probably seen the same snippets as what I have. I've seen nothing. I'll, I'll I refuse to have watch anything to do with talk sport. So I've, oh, I've right, okay. seen it. So has anybody uh, seen? Listened to the snippets? Decker, uh, you uh, did. Yeah, me and Decker. Decker. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So yeah. Decker summarizes it just just for us. What, what was Steve Bruce trying? Try, which show was he on first of all? So it was talk sport, but which presenters? Well, Simon Jordan was on. Um, mm. And the also that used to wear the ties on transfer deadline day, uh, Jim, White. Jim White, Jim White, Jim White, yeah. Jim White, yeah. Uh, um, and I love was, how he just said also with a tie, and people, everyone across the world will know who yeah. he's talking about. I, I should have knew who he was, Jim White. Sorry, yes, but uh, I didn't do that for comedy. I just couldn't remember his name. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, the the, the, the in a nutshell, the, 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 obviously, he mentioned that he, he tried to play the card of. I've said judges when I've had me full strength team and we'll be safe, et cetera, et cetera. The main, the main part that obviously people have jumped on is him saying that it's the expectations up there. And he's mentioned of, you know, the, the days of signing Alan Shearer for world record fees. And that's what the fans obviously still have. It was almost like they still hold that. And again, it's, it's it, to be honest, what, why, why it does annoy everyone and including myself, by the way, um, is it's what the pundits have been saying. You know what I mean? It's, it's what yeah. the people that aren't educated on, on what we actually are asking for have been thrown at where every single weekend on every show, every newspaper mm. cutting, I say is the same kind of shit. And then you've got your own manager saying exactly that. And that's where it was like, and he, you know, he said, I understand that owners of football clubs and football managers, they'll get criticism. And I understand that because it's where it's the, it's the game that we're in. But he said, some of it's been uncalled for and, you know, I did say it would be fine and would accumulate enough points and all that type of jazz, you know what I mean? Um, but it was, the, 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 the as I said, on, I put this on Twitter, was my honest opinion was what he said, it did annoy us, but I wasn't, the reason why I wasn't so frustrated is because it was what I expected. I knew he'd come out and say that. I knew he yeah. would. But it was the timing of it. Like, yeah. When we were two and twenty, he wasn't running on Talksport having a little chat. Then he's done it. When, in fairness, we have had a decent run of form. We've lost, two, you know, we've, we've only lost yeah. two out of the last ten, and all the rest of it. But it's 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 always nice and easy to come out of the woods, then, isn't it? And mm. I think that's what annoyed me more than anything. He's come on with his friends who were on this show when we're going to be safe, and now I'll come out and be the hero and spout my mouth. And that's what I didn't like personally. Yeah. And it's what wound wound me up was the fact that <clears throat> it was very all war as me. It yeah. was all yes. like. Yeah. loads of stuff around like always is, you know i've been very very hard done by there that like the most unbelievable bit about the entire um interview though was that he he said that the vast majority of people um that he speaks to says that he d- he's done a very very good job and they all wish him luck and stuff like that which i'm sorry if he's walking around the streets of newcastle there ain't no way everybody's going up to him and saying what a great job you've done steve and telling them what was it at, to tell us to take no notice of the rubbish that they hear because they all back him 
nonsense. He made that he made that that whole thing up. But it was the whole, as I say, the was me. He, he was he was moaning about Craig Hope as well, and the fact that the journalists oh. didn't want him there, and that he'd he'd been causing problems and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it just played into that massive that that massive thing that we we've, we've had to put up for for week after weeks after weeks around the the whole of the the, the pundits his pat his pals in the media bigging him up saying what a great job he's doing and that we're giving him grief when that's it's just him not a false the, sense of achievement isn't it mate absolutely yeah and and that that's that's what it was is like I, he was almost being self congratulatory saying you know i've done a great job in face of all this adversity of of all the negativity that's that's going around and then as we, as we've just mentioned there thrown in that whole the expectations that he has on his on his shoulders which, which... What, what, what I was surprised at, he had he had an opportunity there, and someone's mentioned about the the relationship with fans. Um, obviously, that that was burnt to the ground the minute he signed the paperwork to, to take the job. If I'm honest, mm. but today today honestly, he had an opportunity the day I think to to be to be honest. Well, he was honest in his way, but to say like, do you know, what it is this club being 17th or 14th or whatever 15th? That is not that is not where the club should be. And we should be doing better. I should have done better. I actually think a lot of fans, because you know, it's actually fair enough. You're not good enough for the job, but you're right in what you say. But for yeah. them to almost claim it as a victory that we've stayed in the division and we've been here year after year and we should be happy with that. I thought that that was just what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, so I think Bessie, what 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 he should have done if he had anything about him, if he had a brain, right, and and wanted to get fans on board, he would have went down the same route as what Rafa did when he was getting interviewed by Jamie Carragher. I think it was after the Leicester when we had secure well, safety against Leicester yeah. last time. Mm-hmm. Um, Rafa came out and said, "We we shouldn't be celebrating this. We should be better than than what we are." And yeah. Bruce didn't do that. He'd done the complete opposite, basically saying that this is Newcastle United, this is where we've been for the X amount of years, and, and basically this is it. No no, no, no hope for the future, mate. There's nothing. There's no project there. There's no ambition there. Not just as an as a owner, as a football club, but now as the manager. It, it's true. If Steve Bruce is as good as you can do as manager, just pack it and start again. He's he's not good enough. He's, a, he's not a Premier League manager. Um, he's got a squad of players there who are better than 15th with the other minute that that's i mean we're talking about callum wilson sam axaman um, martin Dubravka, um federico fernandez they should be on miguel miron yeah a, a lot of them joe willick always only on loan shouldn't be playing for a side that are looking over their shoulder with three games to go and there's no we've been in the premier league for four seasons now and there's absolutely no reason that we should approach every season like a newly promoted club and we'll do, and we'll do the same. You, Chris, you said earlier, we'll do it next year, where we'll get, a, we'll, we'll be going. Oh, we finished sixteen, seventeen again this year, and that's good enough for Ashley and, and Bruce. And that's not good enough for first. Like I guess first season back up, fair enough. I'm sure Sheffield United. Well, Fulham and West Brom just came up last summer with Leeds. They would have snapped your hand off for sixteen, seventeen the way things have turned yeah. out. Mm. But Aston Villa won one. Villa finished seventeenth next year, and they've been up for less time than us. Don't don't forget, they're not mm. going to be going for it's okay. Um, Dean Smith's still doing a great job. Or Wolves, if they finish 17th next season, or 15th to 17th, they're not going to be going out. Nuno's still a man for the... You know, that, the, the one change, you want to see a club progress. And that's not unrealistic expectations. But, um, uh, how dare he, for me, like, it's a bloke who purports to be a Newcastle fan, coming up with that shite, you can get in the bin for me, like... Yeah, Bessie, th- this comment speaks volumes as well. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's true, but I- I'll probably 
wouldn't I, I wouldn't put it past him but apparently he accepted the TalkSport interview uh, but not Radio Newcastle where he would have been asked harder questions um, we've saw previous managers go on uh, Radio Newcastle with, with Razbeck and Simon Pride and, and John Anderson um, we've seen it with, with Alan Podger when John Carver went and that was a great interview that they did yeah. I think they were there for, for around about three hours answering fans questions it I'm pretty sure Stain went, it Stain as well. went on as well, didn't he? Stain, Stain went, went on. on and told them to fuck off. If, <laughs> if, yeah, yeah, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, if, funny, if Steve Bruce was as much as a Newcastle fan and a local lad, you think that he would be appearing on the platforms, the local platforms, so the likes of, of the likes of, of uh, Radio Newcastle that has a show every single night dedicated to, to Northeast football? Yeah. You think that you would go on there? Definitely, and for him to go on to go on Talksport with it, that the hacks on Talksport, it's all not pally, isn't it? You've got Simon Jordan, who's a, he's renowned. He's he's not worth listening to. Well, Jim White's. The, the, uh, I, I don't want to say something that's going to get us into trouble, but that just uh, go on, bestie. That go on. Not, <laughs> the only reason Talksport exists is to annoy people enough to get in the ring in, and that's mm. exactly. And Steve Bruce is. Does he know that, or is he just stupid enough to kind of go along with what they're saying to him? I don't know, but he's it's not the to congratulate yourself as a manager of a club for the second his second season at Newcastle, he's just managed to keep them up and he's given a six now. He's he's got his big he's got his little lad out and stuff and he's having a go at it. Nah, that's not good enough. That's not it's like it's literally gone. He's basically gone to to his own birthday party there, mate. And Sorry? he's he's wanted to appear on something where they're gonna blow smoke up his ass. Uh, yeah. and put him on some sort of pedestal and you would think if he was going on a platform like radio newcastle where you know for fine well they're going to open that up to fans calling uh-huh. in that it would be a complete different different atmosphere and he's he's scared of that mate he's scared he of that and, and he's got a big shock his week his coming his way next week because fans are allowed back in the ground and What's the, the best thing that Steve Bruce could do now <laughs> as Newcastle United manager, despite securing safety, which, of course, great. We're not celebrating it, but, but great. We're going to be a Premier League team next year. What Steve Bruce needs to do now is stop talking because the more he talks, the more he adds fuel to the fire because that interview today is absolutely horrendous. The day he leaves is a good day for the football club, a great day for the football club. The best thing he could do is piss off, but he won't do it, will he? Mm. In fairness, well, that's well, what he say about he? what he, the things that he could do and all that. That's the one. He's kept what up. You move on. You leave. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 it. Because we know we know that we're going to be here next season. There's, there's no question. But I think you've seen the club, you've seen the club deteriorate yet again from the season before. And yeah. as Bestie pointed out, which is bang on, is that the players in the team that we've got are certainly better. I'm not saying finishing seventh or eighth, by the way, but certainly better to be. Comfortable from looking over your shoulder every every bit mm. surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, lads. Um, I'm 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 done. Unless you've got anything to, that you want to talk about tonight, um, I think we've covered quite a lot of things. Well, true. I, I know we've, we've we've ended on a massive negative there, but like for all for all I know, it's nothing to celebrate. I am still very pleased. Like because yeah. I always will go back to that Brighton game and say. I thought we were done and oh, dusted done. at that point. Yeah. So, so yeah. I am, I am honestly happy that we're still in the division. Mm. Friday night was was a real surprise and a great performance, like a really good performance. Mm. Um, so, as, for all we know, longevity-wise, it's a lot of negativity. The mm. recent couple of hours, if you like, or a few days, it's actually been really good for for a nice change. So, 
It's just not, that was a really good game on Friday night as well. Yeah. Uh, it, I, it was like Dick, I said. I mean, I wouldn't say the quality was the same as the entertainers or like that, but it was. A, it wasn't. I could imagine someone, a Southampton fan with no skin in the game, sitting watching that on um, Friday and thinking, yeah. "That was a good game." That like really enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed watching Newcastle, and it's it's kind of that's mm. nice. Also, yeah. um, happy anniversary, Metro Marty. Yes, happy oh, yes. happy anniversary, okay. Metro Marty. Um, All the best, I. How, how many years was it? Forty odd, wasn't it? Forty six, I yeah, forty six, forty seven, something like that. I've yeah. told me dad about the day. I'm sure my dad said it was about forty six, I so. Yeah. Was your dad at the wedding, bestie? I don't believe you. My dad would only be about ten, then like so. All oh, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> if, if it was forty six, but that my dad's sixty three, so like he would have been there. So see, your dad must have had you young. Beautiful <laughs> <laughs> uh, lads are the best. <laughs> right, um, boys, it, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, thanks to everybody who has been watching this video tonight. As always, um, if you do want to subscribe to the channel, it means a lot to us. If you want to like the video, even better. And if you've even got to spare three quid, five quid to spare every month, please do become a member because it is going to help us out massively. And um, you don't realize how much that is going to help us out because we have been grafting our horses off. For the last couple of weeks, um, but all we, that will be announced in due time. Well, well, Bestie well, has some, some of us have, some of us yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bestie's doing a best flag. impression with the flag. But yeah, um, thanks very much. Um, there is big news coming. We can't say too much just yet, um, but there is big news coming, uh, and hopefully, hopefully, will be within the next seven days. Um, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Buy a pin badge. See you later. We won you now. Safe you now. We're safe you now. That's the one. I. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.